0: Everybody was calling us. Does that make sense? Okay, they found his truck. Okay, um, it didn't look good, and then they found
1: him. Yeah, and then they found him. So he shot his sheep Thursday, the next that day that he went out. He shot it at 3:30 in the afternoon. Yep. He got a, he took 11 pictures of it, canceled his tag, and he started uh, quartering up his sheep and caping it out. And basically, they found him six days later, and he fell over dead with his knife in his hand. And he killed his Rocky Bighorn. And had made the
2: slam. He just said- and he f- knew it.
0: He, he did. He, oh, yeah. He just said a couple days before, he said, you know, if I this is my last hunt, and I die on this hunt, I'll, 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 I'll die a happy man. I'll die a happy man. Oh, I'll, oh, a my happy man. I'll wow. die a happy wow. man. Rolling Bones Outdoors presents hunt the world ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level maybe you needed some advice or a new challenge this podcast will be for you thank you for joining us today for this episode of hunt the world with rolling bones outdoors welcome to the bone cave and i'm brian mayman along with the great brad dana and bleep and uh, it's, it's going to be a good podcast. I'm excited about this podcast for several reasons. Um, one is to pay tribute to and give honor to the re- late and great Dave Cooley. And for those of you that don't know, we're going to bring you a little bit along on a journey today. Uh, Dave Cooley, um, I, I'll give you a, a one-minute history lesson. Um, uh, on rolling bones for those of you maybe you're listening for the first time and go, okay, w- so Dave Cooley, what's this all about? This is my first podcast. Um, we started our company and, and we based our foundation on the outfitting business and outfitters and matching the hunter to the hunt. And then the second brick we put on our foundation was the application services in all 50 states. So it because it went along with, being a resource for these guides and outfitters anyway so it's been an evolution and then the big bottom line on that under, under all of it is our distribution model was going to be an uh, a franchise agency model where people could have like a century 21 they could own their own booking agency through us And then we went ahead and started working and developing all the software for that. So now where does that and how does that leave us with Dave Cooley doing a tribute to Dave Cooley? I would say, Oh, six, maybe seven years ago, Dave Cooley, um, Brad, you knew Dave Cooley. So, uh, And we went and sat down with him, and you and I had an appointment with him when we first got our membership
1: dashboard up about seven years ago. And I remember it was interesting. I was at a a state dental meeting, and it was in Sioux Falls. So everybody's sitting around, you know, all the people from West River. We go there, and uh, somebody goes, oh, Dave Cooley drew his Wyoming sheep tag. We had 19 points. And uh, I was like, oh, geez, I didn't know Dave Cooley was a hunter. Well, it turns out Dave Cooley was a big time hunter, loved to hunt, and you don't know what you don't know. You know, you pre- uh, presume that you know about people. Well, Dave was, uh, he was probably, you know, what, 65 at the time. He was, re- he was retired from a career in the Air Force. He was in the Navy first. And the Navy. <laughs> then, then he went to the Air Force, he was a dentist. Um, and and while he was a dentist in, I suppose he was in the Navy at that time. Uh, he got his prost degree, so he specialized, and that's pretty common. Um, his what degree? Prosthetonics. Okay. So he he uh, he specialized in crown, bridge, denture stuff like that. Well, that was that was in eighty nine ish, so that he did that. And you know, obviously, I've learned some of this through the years, and then after his death. But, uh, so then later in life, so I'm, I, that's when I get to know him is after he's retired from the air force at Ellsworth, he got stationed at Ellsworth air force base, which is just outside of rapid city. Right. And so Dave Cooley, I'm at the state meeting and I hear Dave Cooley draws his bighorn. However,
0: he is a South Dakota boy.
1: Yeah. He's originally from South Dakota, but I didn't, you know, I mean, I didn't, he's from East river. I didn't know him. Right. um, And he's older than me, but. Well that was interesting. Well, so I bumped into him and I went, you know, made away and he was, you know, uh he was a little quieter guy and uh of course I'm probably not quite a quiet guy. <laughs> so, I you know, I went up and struck yeah. up a conversation with him. I didn't really know him very well. And uh he said he drew this tag and I think he was I think he drew a different a, a unusual unit he he just didn't want to keep chasing points so he pulled the tag and I said well who are you who are you hunting with and it was an outfitter that I didn't know and of course he had no idea that I was involved in this and uh long story short he went on this hunt didn't see a ram didn't fill his tag there goes 20 years boom up in smoke just like that
0: Right. So now fast forward. Yeah. We you say, hey, hey, I own a hunting company. Yeah. He says, Yeah, I'd like to hear about it. So we drive over to Shooters and um to do an appointment with Dave and tell him who we are, give him a consulting, right. show him a little bit about rolling bones. Super quiet and guy. what we're doing. <laughs> and we're sitting there and uh you know, do the presentation, go through who we are, go through our uh website and hmm. yeah. Looks good. And uh, we're like, what do you think? And he's like,
1: how do I sign up? <laughs> like
0: for five minutes, there's this wow. long pause. And and we're like, okay, this is awkward. To s-. And, and we're like, we start talking about something else. And then he goes, and we thought, you know, he like was totally not interested yeah. in anything we did. Well, that was and a- he goes, well, so, yeah, how do I sign up? Let's go. Um, <laughs> Like you guys helped me out here. And so then, so we get him, and it was honestly like lighting A candle that lit a tank of gas because he just lit on fire totally then over the next three to five years. It was like, okay, well, I want to do my – so then we left that night, and I don't want to get too far ahead. So we left Dave Cooley that evening
1: thinking, wow, that was interesting. Well, Should we tell everybody why we're having a a podcast on Dave Cooley, though? Yeah, we probably should because Dave Cooley passed away. Dave Cooley passed away on a hunt.
0: Yes, but we don't want to get too far ahead. So he actually passed away, folks, hunting. Yeah. At, the, at the funeral, his wife told uh, my wife, she said she'd give her, give her a hug, and, and he, he was really close to us. And he said, well, Dave always said he wanted to go one of two ways. And uh um one was one way that you might want to tell your wife. One like one was know.
1: one involved me and one didn't. <laughs> Basically.
0: <laughs> and he goes, so I guess he went I guess he went out happy, right? So anyway, Dave Cooley died. Yes, that's a good point. Dave Cooley passed away on the mountain, which we're gonna get to that story in a minute. Um but
2: it was just this September.
0: It was September eighth, um at about yeah. three oh five. Between three, a little bit after 3:05 in the afternoon. Because
1: yeah, his last picture was 3:22, wasn't oh, it? Oh, was so it? It's 3.22, it's three, so it's 3:22. So it's probably 3:30 three, yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, somewhere
0: but, around 3:30. Yeah. And he died of a pulmonary embolism. Uh, pulmonary embolism. Embolism. Yeah. Yep. A pulmonary embolism. So
1: Dave drew his tag. So he was chasing his grand slam, his North American. Sheep slam, grand slam. Well, which
0: we didn't know because that night we left and he said, Yeah, I'm going to, I want a few hunts. I want this, I want that. Well, if you look at Dave Cooley's dashboard now and the amount of hunts he did, I mean, he totally went on fire with us. Yeah. I mean, he's been all over the world with us, around the globe.
1: All over the world.
0: So, So he killed a, so he went over and killed a Marco Polo with somebody about nine years ago. And, and I'm not, we're not going to mention any names, but it's a fairly big name in the industry. And he got back, and he never got his Ram back. And then he got a Ram back, but it. and then he called him and said, hey, listen, am I going to ever get my Ram back? Yeah, 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 we'll send you a Ram. A Ram. So they sent him a Ram. Well, he got it back, and he looked at the Ram between the pictures, and as Dave Cooley would say, well – this just didn't add up because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's kind of a quiet, gruff guy, right? Kind, kind of, yeah. And uh, he goes, "Looks like I got. <laughs> yeah, got I believe myself. Somebody wow. sent him a different. They so, sent him a different ram. So they just sent him a ram. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Well, so yeah. he he calls up. He says, "Hey, listen, I'd like to go uh, kill a, a ram. Can you guys help me out? So we helped him out. Get on that ram." And he ended up killing a magnificent great ram. Yeah, and, like if and you and come to a show, yeah, in Tejikas Marco Polo. Yep.
1: And he got it. He got his ram. And he shot. Uh, he didn't. He didn't shoot. Uh, he didn't shoot the back. He just shot the ram. No, he
0: shot the ram. He was pretty. Yep. He was pretty uh, um, exhausted.
1: What was he was sixty probably eight he was, years old at that time. Sixty seven.
0: Yeah, he was 60, 67 years old. 67. He, he was seventy three, right when he died. Seventy two. Seventy two. He'll be seventy three December second. Yeah. So um
1: so or just the first of December. Yeah cuz he's almost your birthday. Um yeah. Um, and he's
2: hunting Marco Polo in his late 60s. Late 60s so, at, yeah,
1: at wow. 16,000, 16,000 feet, feet. cuz he took insane. a picture wow. took a picture at 165 and yeah. sent it to us. Yeah. It, it sent it to he's, he's got yeah. this yeah. he's got this cool cool picture um, cuz he shot it I mean, he, I thought he went in October but it must have been later when he went because there's snow. There's a lot of snow, and he's got this great picture. He's got his head down, and he's got this giant ram, and he's just got this look of satisfaction and yeah. personal fulfillment. I mean, unbelievable picture. And we literally have it on our pull ups. Um, yeah, that's right. That's what I was just going to say. I every mean, it's every just show so we cool. go to. Yeah,
2: um, what you use at the show for and, display photos? Yeah, yeah, display
1: photos on
0: one of you know yeah, one on of for our pull-up advisors. Screens, yeah. All over the country have Dave. Wow. Dr. Dave Cooley on it. Wow. So, and, and, yeah. he,
1: and he's a guy that takes a while to learn to read properly, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because his wife was like, oh, he was so typical. Not read a book, like read as a person. Read yeah. as a person, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew it, I and because uh, his wife was like, he's, he loved those pictures. Apparently you have him on, on these banner <laughs> things. And he was, so, he was really <laughs> yeah. proud of that. Wow. And uh, you know, really I mean awesome. He would come to the old that's bone cool. cave, he'd just walk in,
0: yep. and and go and he'd just walk into the uh, refrigerator, I those, yep. and he'd just grab a beer, and he'd sit down, and he'd always he'd hold the bottom of the beer, right? I don't know if you ever noticed him. He never grabbed a beer like, like most people grab a beer like this. Yeah. They would hold the bottom of his beer like this. I don't know if there was this scientific, it's not going to get warmer because I'm <laughs> going to hold the bottom <laughs> it of it like Maybe, you know. But he would always hold the bottom like yeah. this. In in any in, in, in for those you can't see, he'd put his two the heels of his two hands together, and then put them right in between his chest, and he'd walk around with his elbows in like this, looking around the bone cave, and he'd look up at all the mounts, <laughs> and he'd stand there and look at his, uh, um, he'd stand there <laughs> look at his picture, <laughs> and he'd have a drink. Like every few weeks, he'd come in and okay, I'm still up in the bone cave. <laughs> so yeah. that was his Christmas wow. card that nice. year.
1: Yeah, and it was it was a super cool. Thing. I mean, the, the pitcher, whoever took the pitcher, captured a moment, a slice of time, wow, that's just forever mm, stuck frozen like, there. Yeah, it's so. Did w-
2: Dave ever do hunt plans? Did he do some? Oh hunt yeah, plans yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So uh, we should. Yeah. So I, I, I was gonna pull that up. So he, uh, um, not only did he do hunt plans, I, I was gonna go, um, pull his dashboard up because he, uh, um, the funny thing was. Is that that's where he really fell in love with yeah. what we did? Was that he could go on here, and he would look and look and his profile picture is that twister.
1: It's that uh, thing. Yeah, I uh, I I, I, yeah, I think I put that on. Oh, did you put b- that b- on? a long time ago? Yeah, so I helped him with that. But uh, so anyway, he he had shot a couple of dolls. He shot a couple of deserts. He shot st- his stone ram and this dog gun uh, w- in the North American slam. There's four sheep. He was short his one sheep, and then he and then he went and chased an Alberta bighorn, and that was a that was that was a long time ago too. And that d- that hunt didn't pan out. And he told me he froze to death, and it was and it, he kind of he kind of resigned himself that he wasn't going to get his finaz his four sheep slam. And, uh, of course, what happened last, it was, yeah, probably in May, April, May, he calls me one night. He goes, Brad, you know, he's gruff, Brad, Brad. go ahead, Dave. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. <laughs> hey, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I got a weird call today. And I was like, I was like, this is weird. What's a what's a weird call? I said, well, you, what was your weird call, Dave? I got a call from Game and Fish. And Uh, by the way,
0: we asked Dave to be on this podcast a hundred times just so we could have the world because he was so endearing and he was such an outdoorsman. And by the way, we'll talk about this in a second. Go ahead. But he goes, yeah,
1: I guess I I drew my bighorn cheap tech. I was like, what? I was like, why? You know, of course, he's quiet, you know, but he was super excited because right away he called me. Right. Yep, and I was like, "No!" And I said, "Hold on, I'm, 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 I'm plugging Brian into this call." So I merged Brian, and I go, "Brian, I got Cooley on," and I go, "You'll never guess what happened." He goes, well, "What happened?" I go, "Dave, are you there?" "Uh, hi, Brian." <laughs> I got a weird call from Game and Fish today. Weird
2: call. Yeah, yeah. Got
1: my. I, I <laughs> looks like
0: looks like I drew. Uh, from what they say, I drew my. Uh, yeah, because he he
1: didn't like believe any. From what they say, I drew my sheep tag. You and he do. goes, what, what, what unit did you apply for me for? Well, of course, they shot the world record three years ago in South Dakota, two hundred nine inch Pope and Young world record.
2: This is it Rocky Mountain Bighorn? Rocky Mountain Bighorn,
1: yep. but that's that herd got uh, contaminated with. Uh, domestic yeah. sheep or well, something and that, and yeah. then everybody was chasing it yeah. everybody was applying so i was and like so Whoa. we're like so yeah. we're, we're, of course i was like well, i'll check i'll check dave let, let me see what's your password <laughs> well he'd been on farting around enough <laughs> that he had, he had his his whole system was locked up oh no <laughs> so anyway he was like yeah i i i didn't think i'd draw my i didn't think i'd ever get my slam but uh, you know i drew my i drew my tag so, Brian and I were so excited. We wow. Were, at, the,
2: at this point, he'd already had his desert, his doll, and his had, stone. Yeah, he had his
1: three. Yeah, three and we'd
0: met with the Rocky Mountain Bighorn Outfitter, met with Aaron. And, but then Aaron was going to sell his territory, yeah. and he wanted to go with Aaron or no-go. Right. Um, because Aaron said, if you book with me um, – We'll make sure you get it. Yeah, I'll
1: bring you back we'll, till you get it. We'll come. You come up early because the other one he yeah. went on in Alberta, it was a late season. It was. Shit. Dave said he the horses were they ran out of food. He was frozen. They were that, they were out. That of food. was the Alberta one. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, and he's like, I'll
0: will never go on another sheep hunt again. Almost yep. spoiled him. But um, this one, he said he would go. Well, then when that happened, he's like, he just he give up on his yeah, he, his slam. You could he tell was like, he was
1: kind of like yeah, a little. Okay. Dep- he's like, okay, well, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to hunt all over and do right. all kinds of other stuff. So so anyway, he, he ultimately got the next chance to, I mean, what, less than 2,000 people in the world have ever got their finaz, their four species north american sheep and the
0: thing about dave is dave was a lone wolf you know he liked to go do things his own he would go do all these trips all over the world jump on an airplane he didn't go with a buddy we would ask him to go on us. nah uh i i'll go do that he would he would draw a west river tag and west river south dakota started changing some of their laws or, or their um draw odds in the way they did things and then he was like okay now i gotta get on your guys's rhythm because it looks like i didn't get a tag this year and uh he would literally he which pissed him off because he had a place in the badlands that he knew of that he could hike into a mile mile and a half and it was loaded with deer nobody would ever be back there on public land and he would go kill a good 170 180 type buck every year on his own pack it out on his pack it up sleep right out there Go take his, you know, here's a 65, 66, 67-year-old guy, right. 68, 69, 70, 71. Yep. I mean, it had been year after year after year that he had just go back in there. And so the cool thing is that, you know, and that was a told DIY, you know, he had a plan for everything he was doing, and he used our service to the fullest. The other thing that was great about Dave, in my opinion, is Dave was a student. Um, he was a student of the sport. He wanted to learn new things all the time. I think he'd been to four, if not five, five shooting, five
1: of our shooting schools, five of our shooting academies. Yep. He came, we nicknamed him pinwheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at his funeral, they, they had a, they had one of those little change, you know, the like a kiosk tree trifold thing where you, you know, in the old, olden oh, days, yeah, yeah, you yeah, change yeah. behind him. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had pictures all over that. We had. He had his, where I nicknamed him Pinwheel. We used to have, at this one shooting school, we had a east target and a west target. So we had it set up at a thousand yards so you could shoot one direction and then flip around and shoot the exact opposite direction so you could see the difference, right? And we had a little, the size of an orange dot in the center of that target. And it was the size of a, a cap from a paint, you know, a spray paint can. Okay. That's what we use. Yep. And uh, there's Pinwheel. First shot, boom, dead center in the orange. And so, <laughs> at a thousand no, yards, a thousand, a yard. thousand yards. So and I, I needed him wow. Smile
0: all the time. No, but that gave him a big oh. chuckle and a grin, and everybody's going nuts. You hit it, and he, he stood up like, "Yeah, that's right. I'm the sh- man." So, <laughs> so and we drove
1: right by that thousand yard target on the way out that night. And I said, "Stop!" So I said, "Stop!" Get your butt out there, Dave! And, he, and I said, "Grab, grab your rifle. We're taking a picture." So that picture, he had two of those pictures up wow. at his funeral. Well, what
0: we did then was we painted the target white, except for the one spot in the uh, orange because he was the only one that yeah. hit the orange the whole day. Um, again, it was maybe the size of an orange, you know. Yeah. and um, uh, so you um, call him so, Pinwheel. Yeah, so he and I was think he happy. hit it again the next day he, too. He was pretty start, proud. Yeah. yeah,
1: he was pretty proud, and he yeah. was a, he was a good marksman. He took a lot of pride. Um, into that and a lot of effort yeah
0: so he was he was he was a special special dude and he would stop here all the the other thing is is now he lived geographically close in rapid city for those of you that don't know that's a 45 50 minute drive from here and uh so he, he was retired And he would just drive up here in the middle of the day and stop in and see the girls. And, Brad, you going to be around? Yep, I'll be in today. All right. And he'd just come in, sit down. You know, he would sit at the couch. He'd have a couple beers. We'd buy lunch. He'd stay for lunch. And then, boom, he'd booger out and head home. And him and his Toyota Tacoma pickup. Oh, yeah. got to go. So so we should fast forward, though. So here's what happens. So he draws his tag. Brad calls me that night. We're jumping up and down. Everybody's all excited. Dave's like, yeah, I'm going to go. You and
1: I were jumping around up and, and down, and I think he was and, and Dave's smiling. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Dave was enjoying our enthusiasm
0: for him. There you go. Does that make sense? <laughs> yep, taking and it in. Yeah. So anyway, he was probably laughing at us, go, those boys get more excited than I do. Anyway, um, it just wasn't in his DNA to do that. But when he did, boy, he would giggle and smile. Anyway, um, in true day fashion, we said, well, where are you going to go? He goes, um, I'm going to figure it out. So Kelly Poole, our executive director of um, Adventures and Outfitters here, every, uh, those of you who don't know Kelly, Kelly's been with us a while. She does all the hunt catalog, all the outfitter management, all the hunts, just knows this. Yep. Well, she's an avid lone wolf herself to some degree. She likes to go out and and um, set up a small tent, take her, and, I, and her and her dog. She, yeah, she's got she, Ovis.
1: She's got Ovis, her other she's got, little she's wolf <laughs> sidekick. She's, she's
0: got her, have, uh, <laughs> ma, is it a Malamu? Belgian Malinois. A Malinois. So uh, she's got a nice little dog. Anyway, they go out. Not little. And she's a accomplished, well, she's not giant, No, maybe not pounds, giant, see? but not like yeah. a poodle. us. Um,
2: Chihuahua? <laughs> no, it's not a Chihuahua. <laughs> so yeah, but, but she,
1: she's but, a photographer, and But she's, she's we she's have now fo- four. Yep. an, an have, accomplished outdoor. Yeah. so we have like oh, five my word, sheep yes. herds in the hills, and she had been spending time photographing two of the five sheep herds. Well,
0: yeah, and she's and to her credit, she's been on all of them. She's on the Custer. She's on the one in the black. Yeah. Or in the uh, um, well, badlands. Yeah. I know that's yeah. not the. But she's the one up here. She's done a lot, so yeah. she knows all of them really yeah. well. Well, this her specific herd that he had um, drawn that area, she had been down there a tremendous amount since the die-off in the Badlands. Yeah, and she has got multitude of pictures. Yeah, from that herd. Right. And so Dave and her were talking and giving each other. She was giving her intel. She she was giving him intel on his sheep.
1: Right. And uh, yeah, so uh, literally, he called the office. Wednesday, September 7th.
0: To talk to me about a issue on a hunt that was getting rescheduled. Some dates on it. Right. Right.
1: And so on that call, he also says, hey, I'm going out sheep hunting tomorrow. I'm going to go kill my sheep. Well, he'd been out and he hadn't seen anything big. Right. And she said, did you talk to this
0: landowner and this biologist? Kelly did because Kelly was on the call with me. And he said, I have. And um, I got the landowner, and uh, he uh, showed me pretty much where they were at. And uh, I saw two rams behind me when I was glassing. They were running through the uh, trees. And Kelly said, listen, Dave, these rams are on the west and south slope off of this point, but you got to hike back in there. And he said, yeah, I found them. And she said, okay. And he said, but. That hike almost killed me. (laughs) He said, coming out, I ran out of water. Wow. And um, I didn't take enough food. I was back there for four days. Well, his wife had told us that he'd lost like 15 pounds on that trip. So he'd lost some weight. Wow. And then so Wednesday he called and said, I'm going in tomorrow and I'm going to go kill a ram. And she was saying, Dave, and I go, give us a call if you kill a ram. I actually said, do you want Brad and I to go with? And he said, no,
1: I'm good. I, I got it. I know where they're at. I, got, I know where they're at. <laughs> I'm going to go do this.
0: Kelly goes, you might be able to get your truck to him." She goes, I couldn't get mine, but that's a really rough road. He goes, ah. he goes well, I'm going to give it hell and try to get my truck back to him." She goes, well, that two-track is accessible. It's on the map. You can stay on it. And he said, well, I'm going to go camp right out there. So, anyway, we thought none the less of it.
1: So, yeah, he's out there. So, so, Wednesday he calls. Thursday he's going out. Thursday it's 100 and – probably down there it was probably 105. Super hot this fall. Super
2: vomiter. hot. Yeah. You know? I remember that heat wave.
1: Yeah. And then the next day it's 70. But, you know, we don't think anything of it. I literally have a meeting, and he usually shows up. He, he usually shows up because he's friends with this Chuck Scanlon who puts his meeting on. Super good dude. And like last year, he showed up and just stopped in there and he wore his yellow fishing shirt. <laughs> he showed up and had lunch with me at this meeting. And The was, reason
0: you're laughing is because he wore the yellow, um, uh, it was a Cabela's pro, uh, Guide guy yeah, Professional, fishing, PFG. PFG, PFG yeah. shirt all, all the
1: time. That, everywhere. Yeah, and so, of course, last year, he shows up at the dental meeting in his yellow shirt. Has lunch, off he goes. All the you know the old assistants they were coming up and giving him hugs. They you could tell everybody loved him. But anyway, wasn't there and I was like I didn't even I was like, oh, I thought maybe i I thought Cooley might stop in, pop in on this deal. He didn't show up. Anyway, fast forward six days later. So
0: He yeah. calls he calls yeah. his wife, his wife calls,
1: calls here. And she
0: calls and said to the um she called into the phone system at the office and she said, Is Lindley in? And um and they said, No, she's not. Actually, yes, she is. She's on another call. And then um and I was on that call with her. And she said to me, she said, Why would Mrs. Cooley be calling me? And I says, I don't know. She goes, Well, they just hand me a note that said Mrs. Cooley called me. So we were on a meeting and then we had a second Zoom and then she'd called back in again and she said is lindley there and she said she's still on a meeting she said well can you have her call me a s a p so lindley goes hey brian i'm gonna step off this and give her a shout she gives her a shout and she said do you know when dave is coming out of his hunt that he's on right now when's he supposed to come out and lindley's like and Kelly's like he's not he's not booked in with a hunt with us. He's hunting the black, the southern black hills for bighorn. And so Lindley calls me and goes, "Hey, I go this isn't good." She goes, "I'm going to call Brad." So she called Brad. You yeah. answered. Well, I was on the phone with you. You were on the phone. You with called. Me. <laughs> I called,
1: and then Lindley called. And I go, "Well, just take yeah. it." So I hung up. Lindley was on now on with you. Yeah. And so she tells me, and I was like, What? I said, Wait a minute. I know right where he should be. I'm going to I'm gonna get some help. So right away, I made a call and As- essentially to Game Fish and Parks. Yeah, I was going to ask, that's and, who you called? No, it was well, actually it, to uh, it, 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 the guy who National knew the Forest, guy. Yeah, yeah. The National Forest. National right. Forest. Right. Okay. And right. Black he, Hills National Forest. Yeah. And so called this, his name's Travis. And he said, I know right where Dave should be. He said, but I'm going to call South Dakota, South Dakota game. So immediately, and so I had my hunting stuff. Brian had his hunting stuff. And I was like, well, I can, I can head down and help look for him. And they said, "Nope, we got plenty of people looking. Right. So they sent. The- well, then
0: we got a phone call. Well, then then his wife had called in like two or three more times and says, okay. Um, well, so they're all out looking. And then we were getting the same intel as she was getting, sometimes a little faster than she was getting it, um, because uh, they were all, everybody was calling us. Does that make sense? Okay, they found his truck. Okay, um, it didn't look good, and then they found
1: yeah. him. Yeah, and then they found him. So he shot his sheep Thursday, the next that day that he went out. He shot it at three thirty in the afternoon. Yep. He got a, he took eleven pictures of it, canceled his tag. And he started uh, quartering up his sheep and caping it out. And basically, they found him. Six days later, he fell over dead with his knife in his hand. Yep, with his knife in his hand. Mm. Super sad. With With, with his
0: car, working on his carcass. Yep.
1: Mm. So, it was a 308th sheep harvested in the Black Hills. Wow. Yep. So, and it was a great, super ram. It's actually sitting right behind us. Those horns are right there. Yep. Yep. Right there. Scored 100. What did you say? 168.
0: 352. September 8th was the last picture he took.
1: 352. 352.
0: September. So here's what happened. So we get these pictures. And then we find out he's dead within hours. Well, actually. No, no, no. no, no. We knew he was dead. We knew he was dead. And then Brad sends me these pictures the next day brad gets some pictures from his wife no
1: from chuck Chuck. because chuck texted me we got his phone so chuck
0: yeah so chuck uh so brad texts me these pictures and two years ago three years ago when i was on a sheep hunt my guides grabbed my phone and said i need your location off on all these pictures and i go why is that and they go because if your location's on no matter where you put them from if you have an original format that was texted it doesn't matter if it's from its original source you can track that picture i said "Oh will pull and he goes i'm gonna prove it to you so he did it so i was sitting there that night and i went i said linley i'll bet you i i bet you if dave had his locations on his photos we can find them and so ultimately, we found out what time he died, or what time this picture was taken, yeah, where it was at, and, and where it was at, and everything. And so uh, did the did
2: metadata on the photo actually help find him? No, no, no they'd no, already no, 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 his phone. But you knew where it was. his phone
1: was in his pocket because because when they knew where he was when they got when, that when Maya, you know, when Maya was looking for him, I was like, my, my my first instinct is I'm gonna text that old fart. Well, of course, I knew I knew that was stupid, but still, that's what you. Want to do? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but but I refrained. So he yeah. killed and, it, and he had his. It, obviously, he didn't have his phone. It was yeah. on airplane mode because he was he didn't mm. have service out there or anything. Mm. So he had his tag notched,
0: and he killed a hundred and sixty-seven and four eighths inch ram, sixteen inch bases, thirty-two and five eighths on one side, thirty-three and four eighths on another. And it had a gross difference, which fishing's for nets and fishing for nets, but only one and two-eighths difference between one side and the other.
1: And one side's brimmed off. Yep,
0: just a little bit, just a little bit more. I mean, they're just yeah. – it's amazing, amazing ram. 167 and four-eighths um, is uh, what it scored. And he killed his Rocky Bighorn, and had made no the slam. He just said and he a, knew it.
1: He he did. He, yeah, yeah.
0: He just said a couple days before. He said, "You know, if I if this is
1: my last hunt and I die on this hunt, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll have died. I'll die, happy. I'll, I'll die a happy man. I'll said. have died
0: oh a happy goodness. man. I'll wow. die a happy wow. man. Yeah. That's so, something.
1: according to Game Fish and Parks, a five and a half year old hmm. sheep. According to every. No, that's because Game Fish and Parks
0: could count the rings to the third year uh, – the, to the fourth year annuli, um, uh, but there's no – Everybody
1: else – everybody it's, it's else, a, it's a, a, a seven-and-a-half-year-old seven and half old year
0: ram. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. But, you know, I mean, whatever. It's some – yeah, some guy counted the rings and said there's five rings on there. So it's a five-year-old ram. Okay. But the, the ram didn't grow the I first know. 12 inches, you know. Anyway. So anyway
1: – Dave was a good friend of ours, a great friend of Rolling Bones. A bunch of people met him because he was at, you know, he, he probably sprinkled. He was at a lot of with, shooting schools. He yep. was a member
0: of our original Argali Club. For those yep. of you don't know, know who the Argali our, our Club is, it's our top uh, 12 clients that um, book hunts and just use our benefits and features and services, our service access, value, and education. They, they, they're the guys that uh, um, just kick butt and do a lot of work with us and basically we take care of all their stuff Um, Dave if you had to ask him if we were sitting here today were you going for your North American 29 Um, I can't imagine a world where he would admit to it but I can't imagine a world where the crazy old booger the tough old bastard wasn't going for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know because because well, he, he just booked. A, he yep, just he, but he
1: wanted to, he wanted the experiences. He, he you know he, he wasn't focused like Shane I, McGowan is focused on his twenty nine. No, he won't he won't do any of the international stuff with us because right now he's focused on the 29. Right, but Dave but I was don't know flying if, all over. Yeah,
0: but I don't know if Dave wasn't focused. He just did yeah. a polar bear hunt.
1: Yeah, I know. He had oh, just
0: wow. done a, yeah. a muskox. A musk so, cool. He was, I mean, he, he was he,
2: going he, for the 29. Oh, dude,
0: he, he <laughs> had killed a coos deer. He was killing yeah, yeah. A, um, he'd killed a, a mule deer. I mean, this guy, there
1: was nothing he hadn't. He, was, uh, he, was just, he loved hunting. He loved shooting. He, uh, lo- he loved getting good at stuff. He just. He was a student, man. He, he was so funny because one day he was sitting up here, and this was in the old bone cave, and he was sitting. I can remember him sitting right where you're sitting on that side, and he kind of sitting there. Found your guys' podcast. <laughs> Big pause. I like it. <laughs> I was like, "There well, you go." That's 72 a
2: five-star
0: years. Review. I was like,
1: well, where'd, where'd you find <laughs> I your like podcast? It. I, like it. I like it. Somebody <laughs> told me I should listen to it. Oh, hey, well, Dave, thank hey, you, Dave, for that. Yeah, thank, thank you. you, Dave. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Brian. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Dave? Uh, uh,
0: yeah, you there? Yeah, I'm here, Dave. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: you know, I I really think we had talked about our own Bone Cave, you know, Hall of Fame, you know, hashtag Bone Cave 2022. I think Dave should be our first member in that. Uh, Well, 100%. In our Hall of Fame.
0: We are doing a tribute to him. This sheep here we're having mounted. uh, The family donated it to Rolling Bones, and uh, um, our taxidermist went and got it. And um, he is... uh, uh, they'd also donated because the cape was spoiled. Cape was, yeah. So, so just so everybody knows, he was found uh, six days later. He he went in on Thursday. Yeah. He was found the yeah. following Wednesday. Yeah. Right. And his, you know, um, yeah, it's it's a bad so, deal. Yeah. But yeah. there's nothing that could have stopped it if even yeah. if even if he was at home. Right. Right. Because that 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 was. Yeah. You know that was yeah. one of the questions.
2: Yeah, and I, and I know that that after that happened, that w- we were all kind of concerned about. You know, Kelly was out hunting bear in Colorado and making sure that you know people were checking in at that time. Well,
0: you and, know what though, everybody should. If I, I like to hunt by myself, I, I travel yeah. by myself. I've been traveling since I was twenty eight years old, all over the country every day. I think nothing of jumping on a plane, yeah, because changing flights to, and going into the bush. And but but the
1: fact of the matter is. Yeah, well, because I, I that because you called and said I had a weird call from Maya Cooley, and I was like, what? And and when you told me, I said, well, he's got a alarm. I helped him set it up. I know he's got a alarm, and you got, right. He didn't. Bring he it.
0: didn't bring it. Well, that's the and, and the I it was Lindley had a weird call because I hadn't talked to her when I had talked to you. I had not talked to Maya, um, but Lindley had it, and it was like, but she was just reaching out, and uh, you know, it. it yeah. Well. It, we both knew it was bad. Um, um, yeah, because, well, he—he he you know, didn't.
1: I, I didn't know. I was hoping. I didn't know. Because I, 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 I mean, he's—he's he's, uh, as we we all call him a lone wolf. I mean, he's a lone wolf enough that I could I could see. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna call. I'm gonna put the calls out. People are gonna show up in his camp, and he's gonna drive right down to town and call and say, "What the hell are you doing, screwing up my hunt?" Right? And that was what yeah. his wife Maya said yeah. too. He goes, he goes. Well, he'd never divorce me, but if I screw up a hunt, maybe that would upset him enough. So yeah. she was she was hesitant yeah. to even call because yeah. he said, "I'm going out. I won't be back until I get my sheep." Well, what the the reality is is that when you're going out, I mean, people should
0: check in. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, I, I hate to sound like the guy that, um, because I've done some stupid stuff too. Dave had no business being out at 72, almost 73 years old, by himself in the wilderness. But that was Dave, it um, sounds like. Freak that's just accident. who he was. What's that? Freak
1: accident. It, if, it was. If you were because gonna,
0: a pulmonary embolism eb- yeah. was going to happen no matter what. No matter right? where he's at.
1: But You but, know what?
2: Uh, that's what he enjoyed doing. Oh, boy. Yep. So.
0: so. Oh, boy. Did he, mm-hmm. enjoy, did he enjoy it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh,
2: but I think it does bring up the point that you said, Brian. I don't know that we should take unnecessary risks. I mean, in, in Dave's case, he was an experienced hunter; it was his mo. A lot of times, just he and there are, you know, people listening to this podcast. That's how they hunt, and that's how they prefer it. And if you yeah, know, and he couldn't like have gotten they're he, happy. He
0: couldn't have got to his Delorme and sent out a text. No. With that? No. I mean, the fact of the matter is he tipped over on his animal. He, right. he, yeah. he died with uh, something he'd been Died chasing with sheep horns for, in his
2: hand. Yeah,
0: he, <laughs> he died with sheep horns in, in
2: his hand. And his grand hands. slam in his pocket.
0: Um, right. And his grand slam done. You know, you, you, you got to wonder um, – you know, you talk about having a plan. Sometimes I mean, how, God's how, how got a better many, plan than you. How
2: many hunters can say they, they went like that? Dude. I don't I, know of anything.
0: It, I mean, that's legend shit, right? Absolutely. That's a, I mean, that's why it's like this podcast. Does anybody want to hear about Dave Cooley? I, I gotta tell you, if okay, so I'm I'm I listen to Rolling Bones podcast, and I'm driving down the highway, and I'm a sales executive in financial services, or I'm in an airport, and I'm listening to this story. I'm um, I, I would listen. I'd be like, oh yeah, tell me more. Talk. I mean, this to me, if you're. An outdoorsman and and um, going out on your own lights you up. Well, then hell, what lights you up more than the chance? And maybe one day you're 72 years old, almost ready to be 73. You get your slam ram, and boom, your heart blows up. Um,
2: and your your lungs in this case,
0: yeah, or your lungs, right? Because that's what it is. It hits your lungs. And you you take your last breath, you tip over on your ram. God takes you home, and you're sitting there. The next thing you know, you're wide awake, sheep glassing sheep in the great promised uh, land. Hey, yeah. the only way better would be sex. And I, and Dave felt the same way because that's what he told Maya. Okay, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I've wow. always told my wife, yeah, there'd be two ways to go. You have to out, be
2: a really know. dedicated hunter to appreciate that last comment. <laughs> No, not really. <laughs> no, not really. Okay, right. I don't, I, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'll retract.
0: <laughs> Maybe a dedicated de- – no, <laughs> anyway. Hey, listen, speaking of which, um, we should uh, talk about one of our adventures that is sponsoring this podcast. We actually – we say that, and it's a little bit of a parody because we don't take sponsorship. Nobody pays us to market anything on this, and uh, that's why I we always ask you to share it. Because nobody's paying to promote this, and uh, we have great partners in business that we sell their products, we market their products, we believe in their products, we vet them, and, uh, um, but we don't take endorsements from anybody. But we have hunt number RB8122-03, RB8, Robert Bravo 8122 Dash it is a Sitka blacktail hunt okay and it is on Kodiak Island Alaska in Kodiak Alaska in just an amazing amazing place and uh, um, this hunt involves two blacktail deer um, we prefer you kill mature bucks and so would they okay um, but two blacktail deer and also, two of the the fox that are, I don't want to say they're indigenous because they're not indigenous, but what happened was uh, there's fox all over the island, for those of you that don't know. And
2: you've been out there.
0: I've been out there.
1: I thought I told you not to do this one. I don't want it booked up until, <laughs> until you get a shot. Right. It took <laughs> well, another what? six years. I,
0: oh, you didn't go on this hunt. Why didn't you go on this hunt, Brad? Well... You can think. I think Bo I Jodden remember why. If COVID. you look back at podcast. Oh, yeah. Because somebody tested podcast positive 86. for COVID. <laughs> we were getting ready to go and to get into Alaska at that time. They had this thing. You had to have a a, a negative test to get in. And so Brian had uh, just gotten over COVID dude. and I'm I was like, like oh, dude, oh, you're oh. never getting in. So I call the doctor and go, Hey, you got to give me an excuse. And, and he goes, Oh yeah. You think because you had dinner with the doctor. Uh, so here's Dr. Brad, the dentist, that's a buddy of mine. And another doctor friend of mine, we all run in the same circle. I'm the only redneck loser d- ditch digger that works and hangs out with these guys. But anyway, I just called my buddy and I said, Hey, listen, and, and, uh, um, Anyway, fact of the matter is, uh, we had a lovely conversation, and he gave me—I got the
1: card. Get out of. Free well, on jail. top of this, that's not even the craps of it. No, that's you the have best a thing. bionic freaking nose, can't smell anything, right? right. No, uh, for not, sure. Not at this point for eleven months, but that was for three weeks. You nothing. You could you could have been in a four month old. Well, you rotten, could take <laughs> horseradish and <laughs> shove it up my right? nose, and I couldn't, couldn't smell a thing. thing. Wow. Uh, so you have COVID bigger than life i do and you get your covid test back negative uh, so nothing, now so now i got that now i got the i can travel silt. from
0: my doctor because i've been exposed like, and i've quarantined you, for 14 yep. days and, and i got a negative COVID test so off and then to go this go brad, Who's brad who's not he's, sick
1: <laughs> brian's sick i mean he's got fever sweat I, I just like you know, feeling like crabs, my head is just boom. still draining like crazy can't sm- I, and brian like from he's got a pregnant <laughs> so nose. We've digressed so anyway. <laughs> so class, right? So Brad didn't go because he
0: tested <laughs> yeah. positive for COVID five oh. to, and then so then he's got to go quarantine. Doctor Brad Dana, no, no. dentistry, oh, no hunting. Oh, okay, so anyway, this hunt comes with two bucks, two fox, and uh, I, so growing up as a kid as a trapper and a predator hunter, this was like amazing because. But I didn't get one of the black ones um, or a silver fox. Um, But I did kill two hybrid, and I have them getting mounted, and I killed two bucks. It was an amazing hunt. So anyway, get this. So we have availability for um, next year, late November, early December. I was there in early December when Brad couldn't go and had COVID, um, and I didn't. Um, This is a $5,800 hunt, and it includes all of it, but it doesn't include your air charter
1: from Kodiak out to uh, the camp what well, it doesn't it doesn't include f- that charter to Kodiak either well no but but that's yeah. a commercial flight yeah, yeah. yeah you
0: got you yeah, you got to fly to Kodiak Definitely. okay um but then there's a charter from Kodiak out to yep. the remote camp but that charter is only a few hundred bucks round trip um it's not an expensive charter at all so it's it's 5800 bucks um i'm telling you, you i got all my meat back um, I, I left, well, as much as I wanted to take, I got my hides, I got my head back. I could have taken the that, meat back. Best deer ever, huh? It's grady. E- so Michael was like, oh, this is going to be the best ever. I'm like, listen, I grew up on a farm in Iowa. I like beef. I hate venison. And <laughs> I, I have a, a meat science degree. I'm a butcher and I hate venison. Okay. You're not going to make a venison. So then he makes this blacktail they don't eat the same sh- it's a whole different meat it's delicious mm-hmm. anyway super good um but uh um great hunt um meals lodging the meals are great you're in a, 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 tra- a famous trappers camp and uh cabins um it does have a hot shower um it has a sauna um and uh it is uh basically like you're living in kodiak it is Unfricking real. You're going to see brown bear, the, code, the infamous Kodiak uh, grizzly or brown bear, and it's just an amazing hunt. So give us a call, 605-644-8000, or l- give us an email at info, I-N-F-O, at rbohome.com. Info at – actually, don't use that one. Use hello. At rbohome.com. Then we know it comes from here. Hello, H-E-L-L-O, at r- uh, rbohome.com. Dot com. Right. RBOHome.com. Right? Yep. I say that right? That's correct. Um amazing hunt, guys. Absolutely amazing. This is one where you take your wife, you take your kids. Um it's uh it's just an absolute incredible um hunt and you will love it and you see lots of game and success. So I know that often. when you right.
2: travel to Alaska you typically go from Denver to anchorage minneapolis for Min- us you go to minneapolis yeah, or salt lake i see
0: um because i'm a delta i i, I prefer delta, Oh, that makes sense but you can go to denver and jump
2: but you go direct to anchorage
0: yeah so minneapolis um to anchorage and then anchorage um, you can get a a flight down. I usually jump on Alaska Air in Anchorage to get to most of like the bigger hubs where Alaska Air goes. Yeah, you do
1: Anchorage Co- and then you do Alaska Air to to Kodiak, Kodiak. and and they have like oh, they go right to Kodiak. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah oh, big jet. That's, that's big jet. They go four times about. a day. It's cheap too because the locals cool. jump that's around. Cool. Up that's there. cool. Yeah, uh, oh, that's not bad. I think th- we used to do. Uh, raven too didn't we a little bit and yeah um that was like you 89 can nine bucks or something to be frank too.
0: this one i couldn't get in and out because to make the times work and i was on a tight schedule so i chartered a private jet from um kodiak uh a uh um uh brad chris and i um uh and this brad had mm-hmm. a jet chartered um a plane yeah um turboprop. prop yep. but uh yeah um, to fly us okay. down there, and yeah. that wasn't crazy money that, either. That no.
2: was at the doll sheep where you guys – that was when you did – was that Ravenair? What was that? Regal.
1: Regal. Well, we use Regal Air a lot. Regal a lot. Tony, I, we know the owners of Regal yeah, Air. Yeah, Regal. And Raven was the one that I used to jump. Raven's
0: go, famous for flying to, like, the Kenai Peninsula. because yeah, I
1: would take that to the Kenai. Uh, and yeah. to and sold
0: Fairbanks yeah. or to – Got got it. Um, yeah. Uh, or to Denali, they, they 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 do a lot of day trips like that. Shuttle people back and forth.
1: Yep, got it. I'm super inexpensive. So
0: you know what? Give us a call though. Um, that hunt uh, is there. Um, it's an amazing. It's a little. You know, people sometimes these we forget that you can. So so this is how I say it. You're basically going on a brown bear hunt. You're just not going to kill a brown bear. You're going to kill two fox and two deer. But you're in the same place hunting the same way you'd hunt brown bear. You're gonna see brown bear more than likely. We saw brown bear. Um, Can
1: be really peculiar if you didn't almost.
0: Yeah, and and you're gonna see brown bear, and uh, um, and you have a guide. It's one on one, Um, and it's an amazing hunt. It's an amazing adventure. Good food, unbelievable. My and uh, um, yeah, you ready to go? It's it's just an amazing, absolute epic adventure.
2: So, and again that's the Kodiak Island whats the, what's the title on that go
0: to the adventure catalog put in koD it pops up it's the Alaska Kodiak Sitka deer hunt Alaska Kodiak Sitka deer hunt and it's got a picture of mr. Chris Clark dr. Chris Clark on the front with his uh, um, Kodiak uh, Sitka blacktail buck and the gorgeous silver fox that he shot right over it. And, again, the number is RB8122-03. But you just go to the search bar in the product And we'll
2: put a link in the uh, summary for the podcast notes, too, so you can just tap it and go.
0: Perfect. I love it, man. So there it is. So it'll be awesome. Before we move on, I just wanted to also take a second and say thanks for listening. We greatly, greatly appreciate it um we have so much fun producing these each week uh, I, selfishly i get to go down memory road this one particularly dave cooley is a great friend he's hunted mexico he's hunted alaska he's hunted canada he's hunted Tajikistan, kyrgyzstan uh, all africa. over the world oh. africa yeah. with us and um he trusted us with a lot of his resources and not just his money um, but his time, which he valued more than anything. And if you knew Dave Cooley, to know him was to like him because he was a friendly man. And uh, he was a giant conservationist, a great outdoorsman, an aggressive hunter, and the toughest son of a, on, I mean, he was just... That dude was in great shape.
2: And like you said, he was a student... Yep. Of
1: he was a student of hunting. He was a student of people. He just went, I mean, he just got back from the Yukon. He was on a caribou hunt. He was in a great camp. What did he say? He said, I'm the only He's, I'm the only one he who's goes, never Brad, shot a caribou Brad, on this camp. I'm the but ol- I shot a doll sheep. <laughs> I'm the David. only effing. I mean, wouldn't you know it? I'm the only effing
0: hunter in 14 years that's hunted up there that didn't kill a caribou <laughs> on a caribou trip. Uh, but he goes, uh, but I got a doll sheep.
2: Uh,
0: and I'm like, whoa. So here's a, this was three years ago, two years ago? So here he is what he's 670 70 and the outfitter says, "Well, let's go on top of the mountain. There's a good sheep." And what's Dave say? Yeah, no it. problem. Let's go do it. <laughs> this guy was in great shape. Yep. Great shape. Man, that's Anyway, fantastic. Um, it's a big shocker to us the hunting world has lost a great friend and uh um and we would uh uh, we would all appreciate any you know thoughts and prayers for him and his family as this is a tough time and the weeks ahead are gonna be a tough time. but uh, um, anyway, every week we welcome new listeners. and without you, we wouldn't be where we're at today with this podcast. we've had an amazing we're up four hundred percent over last year. Four hundred percent so thank you for
1: listening we appreciate you like crazy see there you can go over a hundred percent how many times do i tell you and so you finally found a way to break the rule can't do more than a hundred percent
0: your doctor buddies say it all the time a thousand percent so um and uh anyway we would love to have you involved in what we're doing just past the podcast you guys that listen to our podcast every week go ahead and give us a call ask to talk to brad myself kelly Um, Sophie, anybody in here, any given day, we'd love to have a conversation with you. If if you've, uh, you know, I guess, thought about becoming a member or want to look at or know more about our membership, you know, pick up the phone or give us an email at uh, hello at rbohome.com. We will answer that email, answer any questions you might have. We would love to have a conversation with you. We do applications in all 50 states for as little as $150 a year, and think of us like a white glove concierge service that helps you with all your adventure travel and booking needs. We wanna help you get on your next adventure. Speaking of which, help is what we do, hunt expedition layaway plan. If you think that it's too expensive to go on one of these, if I look at this and I click on adventure catalog on this Alaska Kodiak hunt, and I go, I wanna do a start date. Let's say I wanna do this hunt in 2024. We will do our best to get you scheduled in and to make sure the price is the same if you book now but let's say you wanted to go this first week um, and you wanted to make a partial payment today you could put uh, $1,275 down and you would make a $127 a month payment until 60 days before your hunt and you would go on your next hunting adventure and so On that, it has a calculator. It shows you uh, what your payments would be based on your down payment. And we would love to help you get involved in our hunt expedition layaway plan. You don't have to be rich on go on these hunts. You just have to be disciplined, get a plan, and be a Dave cooler. Be a badass son of a bitch that just wants to go conquer the world and be a great hunter. And so, Dave, God rest your soul, brother. We're going to miss you here. We appreciate you. And may you have every day from now until the end of ends of ends, glassing sheep and hanging out, right? Good kid. Good dude. You bet. So, hey, until next time, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.